0: When you are in a narcissistic relationship, the trauma that you go through in the form of pain, the pain of betrayal, the pain of abandonment, the pain of loss is so intense and destructive that you start losing the sense of self, the sense of who you are, who you were before the relationship, the sense of being strong and you start feeling weak and broken. The aftermath of the narcissistic abuse can be so destructive, so painful, that it is hard for you to even move, to even get back to the normal functions of the life, to start functioning normally again. All of the basic biological rhythms are disturbed, be it eating, be it sleeping, be it waking up, be it, you know, not feeling stressed or feeling relaxed, all of it is gone. And because of all of this, the sense of worthlessness, uh, hopelessness and all of the negative emotions kick, kick in and make you feel even more destroyed and broken. So in that case, it becomes very important for you to empower yourself if you want to move on, if you want to heal and if you want to recover from the aftermath of the abuse. So let me help you to empower yourself by explaining the first step towards empowerment. The first step is taking a complete responsibility of your healing and recovery. As I read this sentence, one memory flashes in my mind right now. And it is when I was working with one of my clients and one day in one session, she was very angry at me. She was not even talking with me you know, openly. She was not looking even at me and she was all grumpy. I understood that something, maybe it was something I had wrong or something that is not, you know, fitting in. So upon asking her what is the problem, upon giving her the space to open herself, this is what she said. She said that the narcissist who caused me the trauma, the pain, the loss, is now enjoying his life with another person. And maybe he is doing the thing, same things that he did with me. And here I am, supposed to deal with the trauma, the destruction, the pain, the loss and whatnot. How is that even justified? How can I just say that, hey, this is what has been done to me. Now I have to take the responsibility of it. She was completely valid at her place. And this was very difficult for me at that situation to go on with the pain resolution or the trauma resolution. Because this was one of the biggest blocks. And if you are feeling the same... Let me tell you what I told her. At that moment, what I told her is that you have two choices. One choice is to stay stuck in the same way, live the same life, where you struggle every day to even eat, to even wake up, to take a bath, and go on and keep living your life like that. In the hopelessness, in the darkness, and all that negativity around carrying your trauma. The second choice is Take the responsibility of your traumas, of your healing, no matter how hard it is, and give yourself a chance to deal with them at the deepest core, so that the struggle ends here and now. Why? Because the narcissist wanted you to suffer. The ultimate presence of the narcissist in your life was to make you suffer. He wanted you to feel helpless and stuck, so that you feel powerless. He wanted you to stay at the place where you are and never see hope. And if you choose the other path, that is of the staying stuck, you are playing the role of the narcissist even in his absence. So if you go on and deal with your traumas, take the responsibility of your healing and deal with whatever you have to deal with, you are basically defeating the narcissist. You are exactly doing the opposite of what he wanted to do. Because he never wanted to see you happy at the first place. So this is what I am trying to convey. You have to take the fundamental and personal responsibility of your traumas, of your healing. Because no one else is going to do that for you. No one else is going to come and heal you. If someone tells you that they are the ones who will heal you, then you are being lied to. Because that is, that is not the fact. The real truth is that when you take the radical responsibilities of your suffering, it gives you the power. It gives you the acceptance that, hey, this is what I am dealing with. Now it's my responsibility to get over it. So yes, take the complete responsibility of your traumas, of your healing and ending your suffering. This is what empowers you in the real sense. And with that, Let's go to the second step. It is accepting the truth that the cause of your pain cannot be the source of your healing. Let me give you one more example. A definite characteristic of CPTSD or you being traumatized is going to the similar situations where you were traumatized or creating the same situations or looking for the same person to heal you. It is because your mind is stuck and doesn't know how to resolve that is causing you the pain and it feels that the person who caused you the trauma, the person or the situation that caused you the trauma is the solution of you being stuck. However, the real truth is completely opposite of it. The person who caused you the pain can never be the solution to it no matter how much you want them back. No matter how much you want that small hug, no matter how much you want that small words of empowerment or, you know, uh, care and affection. That is not going to work. The truth is that the cause of your pain is going to give you more pain, not the healing, not the way out of it. If there is any way out of it, it is within you. So you have to accept. That the cause of your trauma, the cause of your suffering, the cause of your experience can never be. Can never be the cause of its end, can never be the cause of its resolution, cannot be a way out. So accept that no matter how much you want them back, no matter how much you feel that they, if they were here, everything would be fine. That is not absolutely the case. Now the third step is you have everything inside that you need to heal. Find your true healer within what happens mostly is when you feel broken or helpless or afraid or stuck you look for the sources out you think that there is someone going to be out there outside who is going to fix you and fundamentally deep down you believe that there is something wrong with you there is something that you miss there is something that you do not have and you need it from the outer source the truth is The innate capability of healing is within you. You have all the resources that you need to heal. But those resources are being blocked by the traumas, by the heavy emotions, by the disconnection between your thought and emotions, by the alterations in your consciousness. So the fundamental understanding here is that you do not need to put anyone on the pedestal. If anyone can heal you, it's you. If anyone on the surface of the earth can heal you, it's yourself, the self within you. However, at this moment, I would like to clarify something that in order to get the access to those resources, you may have to take someone's help who will teach you how to get the access to those resources, how to get the access to the deep self, to the inner self that has the capability to heal you someone who can introduce you to the parts that are within you the parts that are hidden deep inside the capabilities that you are not aware might exist so take your power back by understanding that if there is anyone who can heal you it's you no one else the true healer is within you the deep down inside your heart inside your soul the power of healing is ready to emerge ready to transform you and this brings us to the fourth step that is understanding that you are not your emotions or thoughts they are part of you as a whole this is very important for us to understand because when we are feeling emotions or emotional flashbacks after narcissistic abuse it feels as if we are the emotion or when we are thinking by ruminating about something that happened in the relationship or obsessively thinking about it, we feel as if we are our thoughts. As if, you know, there is nothing else. We have no more an identity and we are just that single thought or that emotion. Which is completely understandable because this is also again a characteristic of CPTSD. Where you have a tendency of catastrophizing or generalizing and all those distortions however you have to focus on you how to build that capacity within where you act as an observer of the thought and the emotion where you do not follow with the emotion where you do not let that emotion get over you or take your take the control over you completely you have to focus or, you know, you have to work to get to a place where you can feel something, for example, intense sadness, and at the same time, you would be able to differentiate between the sadness, that sadness, and you. You can, you have to work to get to a place where you start becoming an observer of your emotions and your thoughts so that you can build the context around them. You can understand your emotions and your thoughts. You can have the connection between them. You can understand what makes you feel how. This is very important. And when you would start, you know, when you would start becoming stable in the presence of the distressing thoughts or emotions, you would experience more stability in your life. That is guaranteed. However, I would like to emphasize one of the points here. Sometimes, as a survival response or a trauma response, we start dissociating. We start feeling as if we are looking at our body or we are outside our body. In that circumstance, we don't feel anything. It's literally observing your body or feeling numb. So, do not confuse dissociation with observing observation is you are still in your body and you know this is happening to you and you're feeling it however you are able to manage your state you're able to differentiate between your emotion and you dissociation is having a real feeling out of your body where you know that your body is feeling a certain emotion but you are not able to feel that or you feel completely numb or in other circumstance there is a disconnection between your memory or your thoughts and emotions And how that manifests is, that sometimes you keep thinking about something and do not feel anything at all. Or sometimes you start somatizing. That is, you start feeling something and do not know why you are feeling what you are feeling. So be careful of that. This is not what we are aiming at. We are aiming at you being an observer, a curious observer, that comes from a place of understanding and wisdom. I hope all of the discussed steps help you to empower yourself at the deepest level. I hope they help you to build the context around your life. Now, in the uh, time where you have left the narcissist or you are living with a narcissist, I hope they help you to understand the capabilities and see the possibilities.